You're listening to the two dumb users. Free for all. Bro, for a high school football game. That's pretty cool. I'm going to get up there because we've got the Maulers games up there this year, so I'm going to definitely get up there. I mean, I could probably find the photos because I did take the photos in there. Hold on. I'll send them to hold on. No, I said home everything. <laughs> what? Too much. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Dumb Yenders. This is episode 280. What's up this morning, fellas? What is up, homies? What is up? What is up? What is up? Tump day, baby. Tump day. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Good morning, Derpy. Derpy's in the house. Mike, guess what day it is? Mike, Mike, Mike. Not today. You guess what day it is? <laughs> Not today. Let's go. Not today. <laughs> Not today. No, I said hump everything. I'm muting everyone and I'm doing the show by myself. What? Too much. Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> it is hump day. We are here at the two dumb yinzers. Hey guys, I seen the other. I seen yesterday. Uh, Mike, you know the family dollar right here in town where the studio is. Yeah. The family doll, the one that hasn't been open for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday, apparently the um, the workers, they went in and they started clearing the place out. I guess it's done with. And they had a big dumpster on the side and it was a free for all. Uh, no way. Jumping in this dumpster. There was people, guys, I seen this old guy walking away. He had like 10 packs of diapers walking down the street. If I would have known that, I would have gone dumpster diving too. Same with me. I didn't know what the hell was going on when I seen it. When I seen it happening in real time, I thought, "What the hell? Somebody, you know, they're, they're looting. They're looting." And um, and then I get home and I see this Facebook post, and everybody's talking about the dumpster down at Family Dollar. And I guess uh, the police showed up, but that was just to make sure that it was stayed uh, under yeah. control. Yeah, like it hey. wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, like everything was free. They were yeah. throwing everything that was in that yeah. store. In the dumpsters, yep. and and it was free for all. Well, once once that you you throw something away, it is no longer your property. That's like, right. Like your trash cans on the curb. That's people can go through all that and take whatever they want from. Same thing with your dumpster. No, I just that's, thought that's free game. I I like it. And, and the people, I mean, whether the people know about this, <laughs> they just learn it and, and just just like one person jump in the dumpster. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? What's the story what's going on? Probably like a group, you know, you see one person doing it, like, what the hell is going on? Word spreads and people are like, if it's free, it's for me. And if I was there, I would have been going through all that stuff too, baby. Absolutely. Um, in the, in the one lady that ended up texting a little bit later in the thread, she had said that, uh, you know, when she found out what was going on, she ran down there to, to get some free stuff as well. Uh-huh. She said all the good stuff is gone. Oh, that's oh, yeah, how that's fast. How, yeah. Everything I, went. I, I Oh, man. If I would have known, yeah, I would have been there. No shame in my game, man. I ain't that free. It's for oh. me. Oh. Oh. And that, that, that store has been closed for like months now. Since yeah. like what before Christmas. Mike would have been hockey shoving everyone. Uh, yeah, he sure would have. You know what? Maybe I maybe I could have found a flipping forward or a defenseman or a goalie. Hey, the way these people was boxing each other out and trying to get to the uh um, you know, free items. Yeah, if they put some skates on them, they can't be worse than what we got right now. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Uh, a few things before we get started here. The Turners, uh, the Turners, Turners, Turners T. 
Western Pennsylvania Gold and Bud, I'm um, sorry, not Bud, but Iron City Beer mm -hmm. is teaming up. Mm -hmm. and they are going to have the Turner's Iron City Beer available. Yes. And that's going to be on 412, uh, special for that day. 412, baby. On April 12th, you are going to be able to get your Turner's Iron City Beer yes. beverage. So if you like either of those things, that will be available for you on the 12th, the 12th this month, everybody, the 12th. I, I love me some Turner's. Iron City, I am hit or miss with hit or miss, hit or miss with the Iron City. But you know, I'm hit or miss with. Yeah, it, like you know, I've already been drinking already. So you know what? <laughs> you know, this show's going to be great. Now that we're talking about alcohol, I'm fully engaged right now. So yeah. Yes, I like the, these combined forces together is going to be a great drink, and I can't wait. My boss has been talking about it ever since he found out about it. We he counts it down every day. He's like, one more day, one one day closer, one so day. There closer. it is. Turner's I can't team. wait. An Iron City beer teaming up to make a drink, and it Next is going to be available Wednesday. on 412, 412, April 12th. Get out and get your Turner's beer, Turner's tea, Iron City beer beverage. Uh, I'm like it. You know what? You know, I think the Penguins should go buy it so when they're out golfing next week, they have something to drink. They have a nice, refreshing drink. Um, It's going to be 80 degrees today. And raining. And rainy, I like it. I like I, it. That is perfect mm, watching weather, whether to just sit on a porch and, and watch. Like uh, I, got, I got yard work to do. This is some bull crap. And in the 80s, it's going to be nice. I like it. I like these kind of days. I'm looking it. forward to this. I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch the rain and then just uh, and take it all in. You know what? I'm being negative today, boys. I, you think? I, I'm trying not to. I've been trying to work myself up into a good mood. Like, and like, it was just like a long day at work. It felt like it was bad, but the boss said it was a great day. So they're like, okay, I'm feeling good. But it, it just, I'm just in a down mood. I'm trying to bring myself out of it. You know, then I got to sit here with you two. It's, it's making it impossible. Um, yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's, yes, that's why you were in a better mood. Better mood now. I noticed, and when you first got on, so you know what you could always. I, I think do? I think the alcohol is finally kicking in, boys. You know what you could really do, Mike, to fix that? You what? could always pull that picture up that I. Uh, sent over to you yesterday from the uh, the AI no. generated picture of no. myself. No, and that Mike, that lovely splitting image of me, will make you feel better every time. No, I've been looking at it. I've been looking at it for about thirty six hours. I tell you what, like, makes I me do. feel better. Oh God, I just found it again. I mean, I I I, I don't get it. I I don't understand why you think this picture. Is so oh, this good. is so accurate compared to your thrine. It's the spitting image of him, though. It, it really is. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that eye. Look at that it's eye in the right shade. There. It's in the shadow. I mean, that's why it looks like it. There it is. There it is. Splitting image. You can see. Look at the picture. That, that was up. enough. That was enough. And then the picture of me. No, it's gone. And this is this is what everyone's talking about. This is this is the big stir. Uh, the Penguins did play yesterday. They played the Devils coming into oh, this did, game. Did they play? 0-3 against the Devils this season, <laughs> hoping to salvage a win, hoping to stay in the playoff uh, hunt. I don't recall them, a Penguins, playing yesterday. It exactly, wasn't good. Derpy, exactly. <laughs> uh, See, Brian finally, Rust, like, Derp is speaking truth. Brian Rust, you know, I, I recall up. a high school, uh, a high school team. High school varsity team playing yesterday, not the Penguins. Brian Russ, the only one that showed up. He scored the only goal for the Penguins. The Penguins lose five to one. Uh, Mercer for the Devils scored a hat trick. 
get three goals. Um, Mike, it's not looking good, man. It is not. It is not. That's why the background is nice and sunny, like a sunset. The The sun is setting on this Penguin season and it's, it might be setting on this era of Penguins hockey, this era of making, what, 16 playoff appearances in a mm-hmm. row, of being Stanley Cup contenders, of having this strong core, having a chance every time they're out on the ice. I think I think the sun is setting. It's not those three's fault. It's, you know... I don't want to blame Rackle. I don't want to blame Zucker. And um, that's about it. But, you know, it's the sun is setting on the Penguin season. Are they are they out of the playoff spot right, right now? Right now, we are out of the playoff spot. There's no yep. more game in hands. We all have 78 games played. Um, destiny is not on our side. Like, we, we do not control our own destiny. We need to win out and hope one of these teams lose to make it into the playoffs, to have the right, the honor of being defeated by the Carolina Hurricanes or the Boston Bruins, and maybe even potentially the New Jersey Devils. So, yes. Yes, let's go, boys. We haven't shown any sign of life against any of those teams this year. No, I, I don't not. And that's Carolina, but I know that we got swept by New Jersey. I know that we didn't – I don't think we beat Boston. And uh, Carolina, I'm not real sure, but, I mean, any of these teams, any of these teams uh, doesn't look good. I know the, the, the cap saw sunset is off-folded. Well, here's what I see. We got the Minnesota Wild tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We host the Wild. Then we play uh, the Red Wings, the Blackhawks, and the Blue Jackets. Down to these colors again. Red Wings, Blackhawks, and Blue Jackets. But, uh, you oh know, I just – I mean, I think all these teams are beatable for the Penguins. I know that the Wild should be oh, tough. I, I Flurry, I don't know if he's starting um, – consistently or i don't know if i don't know if he'll be starting tomorrow night but i know that he's having a hell of a run so if we get past this game with possibly a win i mean you know detroit we beat them not too long ago the um the blackhawks and then columbus i mean columbus is pretty bad so you know, if we're gonna handle our business i guess this is the the final few teams that you want opposed to new jersey boston carolina any of these teams like that so uh mike it's it's not looking good and as you said the um penguins sit at 38 30 and 10 yeah, they need to basically win everything they can and hope other teams lose. Mm-hmm. And that's um, never a good sign when you need everyone else to lose. Where do you see, Mike? I mean, on a scale of one hundred percent to zero percent, this team making the playoffs um, at this point? Thirty percent. Thirty percent. I give them thirty percent chance of making the playoffs. Mm, that's rough. Yeah, and, and if they make 25. the playoffs, if, if they make the playoffs, I give them like a three percent chance of making it out of the first round. Yeah, I don't even get like, that. This isn't just me being negative because I'm in a down mood. It's just being objective. You know, this is what you know. This is how they're playing this year. You have to face reality. This team, overall as a whole collective, is not playing well. You have a handful of individuals that have been playing top-notch throughout the entire year and their effort has been wasted because of everyone else around them has not picked up the slack i mean i certainly give them a better percent chance of making the playoffs and getting them out of getting out of the first round as did you uh, I, I don't i don't think that they can get out of the first round if they do make it in i said it was more like <clears throat> excuse me yesterday i said it was more of a, of a novelty mm-hmm. if they were to win because you like to keep that you know down the road yeah you could always look back and look at the beautiful record, and um, you know that that would be my my objective. But the uh, Penguins, I I can't imagine in a million years 
that they could get out of the first round, especially playing those kind of teams. You're playing the highest seeded teams. So yeah, not uh, looking it, good. It's not looking good. It's <clears> just, <throat> they're just a bad team, but collectively overall, they're a bad team. You know, you have like five, six, seven guys that have been playing really well. The rest been playing bad the coaching has been bad the the building of the team has been bad goaltending has been inconsistent at best oh, that's that's yes very inconsistent i got a graphic here in front of me mike <laughs> this is the breakdown to the season now we always all season long we went on about how streaky this team was mm-hmm. with either one way or the other and we and we stuck with that it was consistent i felt the whole way through the season and let me tell you how consistent their streakiness was <laughs> if that wait. makes sense I, I know what you're i know what you mean so the first five games okay mm-hmm. first five games of the season they went four oh and one four oh and one to start off the next seven games they went oh six and one oh <laughs> six and one the next 20 games they went 15 three and two not bad, not bad, not bad. Not bad at all. The next 10, they went two, six, and two. Ooh. The following nine, they went five, one, and three. Not bad. Mm-mm. The next six, one, and five. <laughs> that, that's not going to win you in, in, in the standings. The next nine, seven, one, and one. Eh? Hey, looking good, boys. Looking good. Turning it around. The next four, oh, and four. Oh, that's suboptimal there, boys. And finally, the last seven, four and three. <laughs> the closest they've been to an average um, level all season. Everything else has either been one way or mm-hmm. the other way. But these these last seven games are sitting at four and three, and that's about as unstreaky yeah. as they played all season. And uh, the roster you know, reflects that this, you know, the standings reflect that roster, the way it was built, the way it's constructed. Absolutely. It was, you know, a handful of good players and everyone else is just there. So there you are, Derby. There you are. Hope you're happy with yourself. Yeah. Why'd you do this? You can't, they were doing well until we started bringing Derby onto the show. (laughs) I think we can actually pinpoint it. Did we uh... to the day? Did we get him during one of the, the bad streaks? I think I think we, at the tail end of one of the good streaks is when <laughs> when Derpy started appearing. Blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. But they do tomorrow. They are back in action against uh, Mark Andre Fleury in the Wild. If you're losing uh, faith in this team at this point, it's still be a good game I think to watch tomorrow because of Fleury. I don't know if he's going to start. As I said, I'm not sure what his schedule is, but uh, it's a possibility. And then, as I, as I said before, they play the Red Wings, the Blackhawks, and the Blue Jackets to finish out the season. We're going to need a lot of help. As I'm looking at these last four games, and as I'm looking at how they play, Mike, and, 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 I, and I have it all in front of me in print, I just I, I don't think they're going to do it. No, they're not. Uh, they're not. I, I want them to. I, I want them to. I want to see this group succeed. I want to see this core succeed, but I just don't see it. And I... You know what? If down the stretch, if Crosby, Malik, and Latang play bad, I I'm not gonna care. Same thing with like Gensel and Zucker and Rackle. I'm not gonna care because those guys have been carrying this team all year long. And if they crumble down the stretch, I I don't I won't be mad at them because you know what? 
if they're seeing everyone else give up around them, I, I, I can just see them doing a collective F you, but they're not going to yeah. do that. They're competitors. They're going to give everything they have, but if they don't produce, they don't score. I'm not going to go. They're the reason why they didn't make it. Like, no, these guys have busted their ass all year long. It's, you know, the, the, the supporting cast around them. It's not there. You can't expect game in and game out five to seven players to do everything for you. Yeah. It's impossible. It's impossible. No, you're right. I mean, old, so very, very old. Yeah, the like the not the core, not the core. The supporting cast is so old. Michael Granlin, my God, what a waste! That was a terrible trade. Terrible trade. Terrible trade. We could trade a first round draft pick and got that young defenseman, but no, we don't do that. We'll trade a second round pick. Get this guy who has like one goal and costs five million dollars the next two years. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Jeff Carter, Jeff Carter, uh, Mike, this guy, is there anything that we could do? Is there anything that we could do with this guy? Nope. He has a no, he has a no movement clause. So if we try to trade him, it has to be approved to buy him. If they, if they release him, waive him, he has no movement clause. We can't do that. And if he retires, you know, the contracts in hockey, like if you're past a certain age and you retire, that contract still counts against the the salary cap because teams were signing older players for long-term deals, having them retire in in that contract comes off the books and the league's like, no, we're not doing that. They're at a certain age. They sign a contract. You have to pay the whole thing. And that's where we're at. We have to find a trade partner who's willing to take him and for him willing to go. Yeah, I'm going to go there. So they they're, they're stuck with them. There's literally nothing they can do unless they find a sucker that will take him and he agrees to go. Is there any way that we could trick him into a, like a, a, a walk-in cooler and lock it behind We'd him? We still and... have to pay him. We still have to pay him. You wouldn't have to play him. Wow, he's he's bad. I would rather sit him in the press box and pay him what he needs and, and just take the hit. Just sit in the press box. And we're we're going to pay you to just sit there. You know, Just don't show up. We're going to pay you. Just don't come around. We don't want you. We don't need you, but we're going to pay you. Don't you ever, ever, ever come around here again. Exactly. Ugh. It, yeah, it's, it's not good, Mike. It is not good. I thought all season long during these downs, I mean, there was ups and downs. And during the downs, I thought they're going to pull it together. It's the Penguins out of the past mm-hmm. two decades. They haven't failed to do this. And um, they would at some point realize how to fix it. And then they just haven't. And at this point, it's looking very dismal, Mike. There's four games. Again, the Wild, the Wings, the Hawks, the Jackets. Uh, and 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 you know what's very I can see that what happened. You know I can see happening is they they'll go and they'll win these four games and then they won't get in because somebody else doesn't win or something like that. And, and Every, they'll all keep winning. To, all the teams will keep winning. Yes, yes. I, I'd be very surprised at this point if we get in. Oh, I love it. Love Penguins hockey. It like it never fails to disappoint. Like either way, if they're really good, really bad, or somewhere in between, it. They never fail to entertain. I give you that. No. Uh, uh, Bucks and pucks. Bucks and pucks. Yesterday we had the Pirates. We had the Penguins. Pirates uh, still up in Boston at Fenway. They're playing the Red Sox guys. Uh, they win this game again. Uh, they beat Boston. They're up two games and none in the series. They win four to one. That puts the Pirates at three and two overall so far. And I got really good news. That Austin Hedges that I hate. That that catcher from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. he's out he got hurt remember the other day i said he wasn't playing i, I don't mean to celebrate his injury but that's good for the buckos it's very good for the buckos i mean this guy stinks and uh so he's out i don't know how long 
but that's the reason because he got hurt. He can uh, they, join. He can join uh, Carter in that that, that walk-in freezer. Yeah, right. Uh, they play the Red Sox again today in the game three. That's at one thirty-five. We'll be on here in a couple of hours. Um, a couple of big things happened during the game yesterday, Mike. A lot of big things happened. That, that and, it, and the uh, the announcers went on and on about how good this Red Sox team is, and Derpy's you know telling me that they stink and they didn't change anything. And um, you know the announcers are just going on saying you know they scored crazy runs in the first series against Baltimore, who is undefeated. But um, so I, I don't know. I don't know which way to look with this one. But the Pirates, they they did. They went up there. They handled their business. Brian Reynolds now, Mike, he has four home runs in his last three games. You know, I hate to go on and on about this guy. I just don't, I'm not a He's big fan. He's your favorite pirate ever. He's my least favorite pirate ever. He has four home runs in the last three games. Yes. And with that being said, he became the third pirate since 1960 with four home runs in the first five games of the mm-hmm. season, joining Willie Stargell back in 71 and Reggie Sanders back in 03. Also last night, he had a double and an RBI single. This guy's hot. He, he he's definitely the hot hand. The lineup's looking good. They're they're looking good. And Contreras, the pitcher. This guy, you know, as the the fifth guy on the rotation, you'd think he'd be one of the the least talented. Yeah. He was tearing them up, Mike. He had this this great movement. He was nice sliders on his on his right handed batters, and uh, it, it was really nice. It was a fun game to watch. I will be watching them again today. It's early. I like this. And also to mention, Mike David Bednar. David Bednar again. Mm-hmm. A name that you hear often on the show became the first major league closer with three saves this season. So awesome! Hey, like, to... like, like I, like, like we said, and I think our season preview, the mm-hmm. Buccos always have a good closer. Always, it's weird. It never fails that we have a good closer. And this gentleman, he, uh, like I said, three tries, three well saves, I like zero, it. zero, zero ERA. All he's doing is going in, in and getting it done. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure he had a strikeout last night in the bottom of the ninth and uh like i said he handled business he went in there punched him out but uh derp you've been you've been uncharacteristically quiet during this pirate conversation Mm -hmm. come come spread your uh spread your your baseball knowledge because i I have to get a little bit uh more in depth on this red Sox team uh you were stating yesterday that they weren't that good they didn't do many things to make their situation better in the off season tell me a little bit about the red Sox. Well, they lost Bogarts to the Padres, I believe, right? I think so, yeah. Um, they really didn't do much in pitching. They basically signed someone that – I believe it's Price, right? I, I can't remember who. Yeah, but, yeah, they really didn't – yeah. They didn't really do much but, at all. Uh, but right now – Their franchise, I guess, guy. But right now, you know, they are third in the MLB in runs. They have 34 runs. They're yes. seventh in batting average, sixth in slugging. And that was seventh just the in first on base series, percentage. Mike. So, yeah, they're, they're not doing that bad. No, well, they they're, they're pitching, though. They're pitching. Like Derby said, their collective ERA is a two th- or a 640 for 29th, oh, yeah. whip at a 164. It's tied for 28th. Teams are batting 289 against them. So, the pitching isn't there, but their their hitting is there. They're kind of like the Pirates. They they can hit, and they just can't do anything else. Yeah, I mean, they say they have 37, 37 runs. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, 34? 34 runs. 34 runs. I mean, they scored one yesterday against us. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I think the first game was 7-6, to six, so they yeah. scored seven runs against us. So, I mean, they put up 20, 
you know, but, 27 yeah. runs in that first three games. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Almost they, like 10 nine, runs a game. They did. They averaged, they literally nine runs each the first three games, then what, six the day before, and then one. This is their season low. So they, they can hit. Yeah. But the Pirates did handle them so far. Like I said, we're going for the sweep today. It'd be nice to get a sweep, start the season four to two. Yes. Come home and open up against the White Sox on Friday. It's going to be a big night, Mike. Of course, Andrew McCutcheon's back. Um, A.J. Burnett's going to be there throwing out the first pitch to Russell Martin. Uh, the uh, announcers last night were, was calling for a blackout. Maybe the fans will come out like they did in the 2013 season in the playoff game and, and blackout the stadium. And um, be a, be, it'll be a nice atmosphere. I think if you're up there for opening day, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just weird that we started out on the road for two weeks. Uh, yeah. I'm confused. It, it's confusing me. Uh, the White Sox, what do they look like, Mike? Do you, have, do you still have AO? Standing um, the White Sox, White Sox, hold on here. Bum, 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 bum. Where do they play? Central White Sox. Yeah. White Sox, oh, they're two and three. Two and three. I yeah, like they it. Didn't do, uh, they didn't add much. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they are cool. They got shellacked, shellacked last night. They lost, uh, they lost 12 to three. Who do they play? They, they play, uh, they're right now playing the Giants. <clears throat> Uh, who do they play in the first series? Oh, every time I click away, let me come back. Uh, the Astros. Astros. So they don't seem like they're anything too amazing. No, we might have a chance. The Buccos might be stumbling on teams at the right time. Yeah. And that's the way to do it. You got to take advantage. You got to, you know, take it, get, get it when the getting's good, right? Exactly. You win now. Yeah. Stack the wins early. There you have it. You, uh, Derpy, do you have a prediction tonight? Pirate or today? I'm sorry, 135. Do you have a prediction? Pirates, Red Sox. Like I said, it always matters on the pitching. Who's on the mound? That's not a prediction. I'll go Pirates. There we pirates go. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what well, like about... I said, it matters on the pitching, though. Always that, matters what, on the pitching. What is that team formerly known as the Indians doing up in Cleveland? Are they off to a decent start? Two and three. Two and three? Yeah. We'll, we'll see them guys in July, right? July? Yep. All right. Good. I like it. I always like Cleveland teams. Of we course up, you do. You we, rack like up, we rack up we, wins. We do. Uh jeez. USFL kickoff 10 days, 10 days, 10 days from today. Pittsburgh Maulers, baby. Pittsburgh Maulers will be playing New Orleans to start it off on the road. Then they come home to play the New Jersey Generals. And uh, the the correlation that I'm trying to make here with the New Jersey Generals is Dravon Askew Henry. (laughs) You recall uh, another Aliquippa graduate. He will be playing. He is um, playing on the New Jersey Generals. So another reason get out and, and support the usfl you're gonna see more guys as you did in the xfl mm-hmm. guys that are familiar by name from area things like that so check it out xfl is winding down usfl starting up we're gonna have uh, mike we got the draft i i, I don't even know what the day oh, is today God. but the draft Today's is, the the fifth there's like 20 days left until the draft three like weeks i think three oh. weeks from tomorrow i think so the draft which means next week we are going to be heavy. We're going to be heavy in the draft, guys. So, oh, just, yeah, two weeks of draft talk. Just be prepared. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Eat your Wheaties, Woo. Derpy. 
Eat your eat Wheaties in your celery. Wheaties. He probably yeah. he probably drinks like a fucking uh, like a fish. Probably. Do you drink a lot, Derpy? I don't think Derpy drinks. Do you drink Derpy? Are you talking alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I, I Good for you. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I'm not even allowed, even though I have it here and there. I'm not even allowed. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Issues. I don't. I don't drink. So it's all good, man. No explanations necessary. I boys, I got you covered. This is what there the penguins go. Are yeah, there we go. There we go. This is what the penguins are doing to me. Uh, then over to the NFL. The NFL. We got some players in town this morning. Today, yes. Baylor. Uh, Can we get Goodell or, uh, uh, a, a clown? A clown costume, please. No. Goodell. No. That's not. That's not, not who we're talking about, Derpy. Oh, we were talking about the big defensive tackle, Siaka Ika. Siaka Ika. I know. I saw he's visiting today. Yes, he is visiting today. My man is this. This is who we take at 32. Boom. Plug him right in the middle of that defense. A line. You take Deontay Banks at 17. Get this guy at 32. Actually, uh, you might be able to get him at four. Uh, what, where do we pick? 39? 49, 49. I like to take him at 49, put him right there in the middle. We do. We have also, we have, as you mentioned, we have Maryland quarterback uh, Deontay Banks in the to, yep. uh, mm-hmm. to visit. Sika Ika. I, I just want him here so I can finally know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. I pronounce it like five different times, and I guarantee you none of them are correct. I do like him. And then also another, another, another name visiting today is uh, Osiris Torrance. Ooh. So Torrance just, in town, Sika Ika. We're just Monte like taking banks. Like I mean, how many, how many guards do we need on this team? I don't know, but this, these, these three are, you know, these, these are a big deal. I mean, this is guys that we could very well yeah. be drafting in the, uh, in the draft in three weeks in one day. This is crazy. I'm loving it. And, oh, I, I, you know, when, when teams bring in the big bastards on the other side of the line, I, that's, that gets me going. Those boys down in the trenches and beating the crap out of each other. That's where you win and lose football games, Derby, in the trenches. Who do you like, Derby? Out of these three guys uh, that are visiting today, Deontay Banks, Sikaika, and also or Osiris Terrence, uh, any of these guys, like, um, they draw interest from you at all, Derp? Uh, Banks, big time, because how he performed in the Senior Bowl. Really? Yeah. I, I love, Finally, Derpy's liking someone that I like. <laughs> now, we're on the same page here. I like all three of these guys. Um, I think we only have a chance of getting one. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, unless Ika falls all the way down, because he's oh, – oh, I don't know. I can see, like, a 4-3 team taking him just to be a big run stuffer. I would love to get him in, be that nose to take to play the way Casey Hampton played. Yeah. Oh, because you, you want to have yeah. to worry about anything. That that's going to free up your your ends. You get that big guy in the middle, man. We haven't had that big body. You know, we thought McClellers would be the guy, but you know he was a bust. You know, he was. This guy right here is more athletic. I I, I want this guy. If we can get him in the second round with that second pick, I, I would be ecstatic. You will see me running through town like a crazy man. Now you, you we always kind of take uh you know we, we think that everybody everybody's gonna want these guys that we want. 
you know, I mean, teams that aren't really uh, mm-hmm. building the trenches right now or teams that are looking for the yep. sexy pick, you know, a lot of these guys can slide because there are teams that are going to be yeah. looking at the, the sexy pick. They're going to be looking at the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking at running backs, um, you know, things of that nature, outside rushers, things that we're, you know, that we're set with yeah. uh, getting their quarterback. So, you know, these these guys, I mean, we, we automatically believe that because we want them, everybody else oh, is yeah, everyone well wants because them. they're the best of those positions. But, uh, you know, reality is these guys just might fall. And, uh, you know, before pick 50, we have three draft picks. So that's wild. And, it is wild. And, it could, and, and to echo your point, you know, we, you know, teams are going to want to get this pick player, that player, people will fall. You have to look out for the surprise pick, too. Uh, there's right. a handful of teams a year man there's like two or three picks a year that you're going this guy is already off the board right. what do they know that that no one else knows so that causes people to fall so still yeah. a lot of intrigue man yeah it's you know be, what? and then it then be in such a busy free agency season that just makes it all the more interesting because yeah. now we don't there's not such a need yeah. for everything we could really play the game now you Technically, know? yeah, the Steelers can take the best player available, which is what you want in a draft. Right. The best player. You're not forced to like, oh, this guy's ranked on the big board, number five, somehow fell all the way here. But, you know, we need we need this position where this guy's ranked a whole hell of a lot lower. Like, no, you can take the best player available. You're sitting good going into the draft. Absolutely. Uh, Dirk, was you saying something? I was saying, you know what? If we end up getting a tackle, which I don't think we need, but it's – at this point, more than likely going to happen, which is okay. I'd rather stay at 17 than trade up for him. But, uh, yeah. but I, would, I would forgive them if even if – the guy that I want that's probably like 49 or, or 32 is Hutchinson from uh, Iowa State. I'll forgive, the, I'll forgive the Steelers if they get him. Hutchinson, Hutchinson. I, I need more than Hutchinson. Iowa State, the receiver from Iowa State. We ain't taking a receiver that high. I know, but we're not taking a receiver that's where he's that gonna high. Land, though. But we're not taking a receiver that high. There's no way. Like I said, I'll forgive them if they you forgive we them and take a tackle. A tackle is what this team needs. Let me tell you something about this. Um, the receiver position. Of course, we do have a guy laying in wait. Uh, this is something that I pulled up yesterday. You may or may not have seen it. Calvin Austin in his, in his expectations for the upcoming uh, season, he says, quote, my goal, my first goal is to return and be 100% healthy, continue my rehab throughout my entire season, not get lazy with that stuff, just continue and be consistent in that. My second goal is to, I would say, attack the offseason, make, mo- make the most out of it, come back to camp at 100% and be prepared to go. Um, with the <clears throat> with moving Steven Sims, we are going to see a lot of Calvin Austin, and yes. and, and I hope that he could stay healthy. I, I just you don't know, you don't know, you mm-hmm. don't exactly, know. you don't know. But on the other hand, you know, you don't know it could be a good thing because you know he could come back and be perfectly fine, not have any injuries. So mm-hmm. you know, not knowing it, it's okay at this point. I just hope that it's not the for the worse. Um, Austin is likely to be the. Uh, Favorite for the Steelers starting slot receiver with Sims gone to the Texans. Mm -hmm. They can also bring in some competition for Austin and he knows nothing is handed to him and expects to compete in training camp this fall. I, 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 for one, I'm so I'm really excited about Calvin Austin. 
the third um, when we took him and the Ravens were upset that we took yeah. him. And, and you recall, I can't remember what it was yelled outside the, the door. The, the guy from the Ravens was motherfuck, I guess, or something. Yeah, he was MF and they stole him. And, they yeah. stole him. And, you know, there's yeah. nothing that feels better to me uh, than, than that kind of thing happening to the Ravens, which is happening to them big time. So whatever we're doing, keep doing it. Don't change anything you're mm -hmm. doing because the Ravens luck is um, – it's going just the way we need it to. Yeah. <laughs> and like the Steelers, they historically take a receiver if they're going to take one outside of like what Santonio Holmes, he was like the what we took him in the one. first, they uh, that third, fourth, fifth, sixth round is yeah, when they, they start taking wide receivers there because they just have a way of finding and drafting and developing receivers for the most part yeah. later in the draft. And I, I think they're, I, the receiver I'm targeting is like A.T. Perry. Getting him in the third round, I, I would. That's the pick I would like. I would like At Perry. There was a little Wake Forest. There was a little buzz yesterday about possibly trading down. Trading down. Does that benefit us in any way, Mike? Yes, because we do not have any picks in with the fifth round. Yes, and there's a long gap between the fourth round pick and the sixth round pick. What and would you what 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 pick would you send down? I I mean the thing is you they, they, nice... probably, they trade seventeen down seventeen yeah and probably into like I'm sorry from like pick seventeen to pick probably like twenty five you're probably the value of the athletes maybe maybe twenty three yeah I think I think uh, San Diego picks there those six picks if you trade down you can pick up you're not gonna pick up a third you might pick up a fourth maybe a fifth along the way get more picks more picks are always better because right now we're sitting in the middle of the draft. It, and there's like there's gonna be like five six guys yeah there's gonna be like five or six guys there that you could take and either ones really any of them picks. are gonna be okay so you trade down get more picks and you know you're gonna like one of those guys that you get because right now you know we're not really picking for need outside of i believe tap and corner so if the, one of the guys that's that's not there that you are in love with trade back get more picks now the the national media you may recall seeing this or not i don't know but they are underestimating the moves that we made on the inside linebacker position they're mm -hmm. saying that we're still pretty weak in that in that area mm -hmm. uh what do you guys think of that uh depth wise i can see it because you know mark robinson's he's only played inside linebacker now for two years one his senior year in college and you know stay last year in Pittsburgh and he only played in a handful of snaps and a handful of games. Do you still think there's, I mean, do you think there's a possibility that, you know, that we could even take one of our better picks and go after a linebacker go after yeah, the guy from Iowa at, if he's still sitting yeah. there? If you Jack know. Campbell falls, I can see them taking a look at him, uh, maybe some of the other linebackers later in the draft. Maybe even they can be a, we talked about the surprise pick. Yeah. Still a surprise taking an inside linebacker at 17, blowing everyone out of the water, blowing up the draft boards. You know, if a dynamic player's there, you can see them taking him. Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a, a player at that position, even though you brought in two free agents. If they're able to supplant one of them, that's that's a good thing, you know? Guy overperformed what you thought. And always got to look to the future. Always got to – injuries happen. You want depth, especially at that linebacker position, because that, that's the key of the defense is the linebacking core. So if they yeah. take one in the, in the second third round, I would I, I I would be okay with it. Um, you send out of town, <laughs> you send out of town, Cam Sutton. Mm -hmm. You send out of town, Terrell Edmonds. Mm -hmm. You gain 
um, Patrick Peterson mm-hmm. and Keanu, Keanu, the guy Keanu we just saw, Neil. Neil. Do you think, Mike, we were any better off with these two than we were with the other two? The same or worse off now that we're talking defense a little bit? Um, because I'm starting to see <laughs> these hits and plays. Now, granted, this, uh, Keanu Neal was, you know, I mean, he wasn't all pro. Mm-hmm. The guy, he, he he's a hit, he's a hammer. Yeah. And I don't know what his consistency is like, but you know what? I mean, as far as Terrell Edmonds went, he was good enough to do the job and do his job well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, he, you know, there was much that went beyond what, what what he was asked to do. It looks like this guy, he, he, he has the playmaker gene in him. He hits like a hammer. He tends to be at the right place at the right time when, when you know, the ball's up in the air. And Patrick Peterson, despite, I mean, just the age difference, yeah. I, I would say, would be the, the main thing between him and Cam. Do you think that we're better off the same as or worse than before these moves were made on the secondary? Eh, about the same. About, about the same. The same. Uh, yeah, Keon O'Neill and, and Terrell Edmonds, they have, like, their stat lines similar. Yeah. Whereas Neil just has the bigger hits, and that gets the bigger pop out of people, the bigger wow factor. Oh, fumble. my God, wow, that hits. Right. That, that's okay, yeah, wow, he blew someone up, but it's tackle is a tackle. doesn't matter if you kill someone or tackle them by the shoestring. Tackle footsteps, tackle. though, go a long way. The footsteps you know go a long way, yeah, but it really, you know, their, their yeah. stats are still the same. His all-pro year was year two of his career, you know. So Where's he at, yeah. about seven? Yeah, he's about seven. Like, and him and Terrell Edmonds are about the same player. Um, can't, or, yeah, Sutton and mm, – Mm, excuse me. Yeah, something in. Oh my God, I forgot his name. Just throw your was, mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was choking. I was swallowing and I choked on my own saliva. <laughs> Patrick I, you Peterson. Know, I'm, I'm Patrick Peterson. Because I almost said Marcus Peterson. I'm like, no, that's not even a player. It's Marcus Peters. I was thinking of. But no, Cam Sutton and, and um, Marcus Peters. Oh my God. Just kill me now. <laughs> the swapping of the cornerbacks is eh, about, about the same. Yeah. You know, uh, once. Cam was a better man cover corner at this stage of his career than, you know, his replacement, Peterson. Peterson's more of his own player now, so we might have lost a little bit there, but um, it's not that much. I think I think we're about even, to be honest with you. At that and secondary. if we bring in, let's say we get a, uh, let's grab a, a high draft pick cornerback. Mm-hmm. That's got to be an improvement because, you know, yes. as you said, you know, things are about the same. So you bring in somebody, you know, maybe a first round talent out of mm-hmm. the, you know, so I do, I, you know, I'm still, I'm still right hanging in there with that cornerback pickup high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was thinking the same thing that you were, we're basically about the same, yeah. <laughs> maybe up, maybe down a little bit, you know, go across the board, looking at the numbers, but um, you, you got veteran, you got veteran leadership. And I think that's what a lot of the things that I'm noticing with a lot of these guys, they brought in a lot of these guys are veterans. A lot of these guys have been around the league for a while. A lot of these guys have been around the game. Um, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see what, mm-hmm point they're at in their career when it yeah. comes to play because you know between the years it, it should be um you know a, a positive yeah well like cam sutton though like losing him like he's he was always talked about being the smartest player on the field like his football really? iq was like off the charts the guy just knew knew his position knew everyone's position inside and out so you you lose that but you're hoping you know marcus peterson coming in is going to be just as smart Right. Or at least, you know, have that veteran savvy experience to just know instinctively be better. What do you think, Darby? Yep. Yep. Excellent. Excellent analysis. 
<laughs> this best color man in the business, Marty. That's what you I'm, I'm gonna go with. Yep, that's all I'm gonna go with. So I know we were talking about the defense a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, throw out a little graphic. I'm gonna talk about this graphic that I pulled up here. Everyone's always going on about that 85, 85 Bears defense. It was the best defense mm-hmm. ever, Mike. Best best defense ever, Derpy. If you talk to anybody, what was the best defense? It was the 85 Bears. 85 Bears. Maybe the Ravens in 2000, but 85 Bears always the first one at the top. Listen to this, guys. Now, mind you, the Steelers only played 14 games in 1976, but I'm going to compare the two teams, 1976 Steelers and the 1985 Bears, and you're going to see that those two games difference aren't even – they don't even play into the, into, into the equation. The Steelers in 1976 let up 138 points. The Bears let up 198. 198 points the Bears let up that season, which is amazing – but the Steelers only let up 138 points, guys. 138. So let's just say they played the two extra games. That's 60 points to Steelers that, that that defense has to give up in those two games. Steelers in that category, they win. Yards. The Bears let up 4,135 yards that season. The Steelers, 3,323. Again, you play those two games, the Steelers, that, that defense has to give up over 800 yards. Not happening. Interceptions is the one area that the uh, the Bears did lead. They had 34 interceptions. Steelers had 22 interceptions. But you know what, guys? The quarterback didn't even have a chance to throw the ball when they played Pittsburgh. They were getting sacked more than they were throwing it. So, you know. The Bears did. They the Bears and, and that wasn't exactly the game that the Steelers played. I mean, yes, we had blunt, we had these things going on back there in mm-hmm. the secondary, but that wasn't even what the Steelers did. No, no, so to the me, Bear, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I was gonna say that 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 Steeler defense is light years better than that's that what team. I'm saying. And as much as people going on and on about this Bears defense, go anywhere right now and ask them who was the one single de- uh, year, what defense was the best ever. And, you know, 90, 99% of the people were going to say the Bears, the Bears defense, that 85 defense. Nobody was better. Let me continue. Uh, fumble recoveries. Steelers had 24. Bears had 20. Uh, now these ones here, these are even the, the touchdowns allowed. The Bears had an amazing, they only let up six touchdowns all season. Ooh, six wow. touchdowns. Oh, no, rushing. I'm sorry. Six rushing okay. touchdowns all season. They only let up six touchdowns rushing. The Steelers in 74, 76, five. Ooh. They only let up five rushing touchdowns all season. And finally, passing touchdowns, the Bears, the amazing Bears defense, what you got to give them that, 16 passing touchdowns allowed, allowed all season long in 1985, 16. You know how many the Steelers let up? Nine. Ooh. Nine. The Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> defense only allowed nine passing touchdowns in 74 76 why do i keep getting that but uh so even if you add those two games a lot of these statistics would still be in theory better than what the bears did unless something they had a total breakdown on their you know the steelers defense points allowed 198 to 138 again you have to let up 60 60 points in two games the steelers wouldn't do that with that no god no 800 more yards, 41-35 to 33-23. And 
in the touchdowns. I mean, come on, nine touchdown passes allowed all season? Like I said, we were hitting the quarterbacks way before they even had a chance to throw the ball. That was yeah. why. Because it's the city of Chicago. And that's why Chicago had more interceptions, I, I promise you, because they were actually getting the ball off. These quarterbacks yeah. were getting the, you know, getting able to being able to throw the ball. We weren't yeah. even giving them that opportunity. Yeah, when you, when you had the steel curtain in front of you, that secondary, like players had even said, like the 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 safety Mike Wagner is like, he said there were games my jersey was clean. Yeah, because no one came. I like the ball wasn't there. There was no one around me because that front four was just swarming everyone and then the linebackers were getting everyone too he's like i'm like i'm sitting here doing nothing i'm just getting my cardio in so there you have it everybody next time somebody even even brings up that bears defense because they will because that's that's their 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 the only thing they have to hang on to mm-hmm. is their only super bowl exactly you know, it's their only Super Bowl win, and they're going to go on, and then the Ravens will do the same. But you could pull these numbers up and show them, you know, and they'll go, well, you only played 14 games. You know, then put it into terms for them. Be like, you really think that this Steeler defense would have given up 60, 60 more points in two games? You think no. this? You know? God, no. no. And then, like, even take a look at the um, the amount of Hall of Famers. Yeah. On that Steelers defense. Like, even compared to the Bears, who, you know, didn't even – I don't even think they had – they had what Mike Singletary, Richard Dent, the uh, the one corner. I mean, it wasn't like it was filled with with these players like the Steelers' defense was. No, that Steelers' defense, like, and I I I don't know if it was the seventy six team, but they they sent like nine out of the eleven went to the uh, Pro yeah. Bowl one year. It, like their entire defense made all but like two players of the defense made the Pro Bowl. And the that defense thing, was insane. And you could you could you could literally say that. You know, when you have the Steelers defense of that year backing you up, you could literally say that the Bears defense was a joke. Yeah. We're literally the only fans that could say that ever. Because... Yeah, that, that defense was a joke. Like, how <laughs> many of those guys would have started on the Steelers defense? Right. Uh, like Singletary, you're not being out. <laughs> Jack Lambert. You know, they were fortunate. I, you know, in that, that team, I mean, yes, Walter Payton was great. But, you know, Jim McMahon was your quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, there was definitely holes where, you know, we have a Hall of Fame quarterback and we have a Hall of Fame running back where you guys had the Hall two, of Fame. Two Hall back. of Fame wide receivers, a Hall of Fame center. Exactly. Like, more people I'm on that team. I'm about this Bears team. I mean, here we are, what, yeah. 30, 40 years later, whatever it is. Yeah. And, like, more more players on that Steelers defense should be in the Hall of Fame, but they're not Yeah, because they're being punished because yeah. there were so many Hall of Famers to begin with. So, there you have it. Don't ever, ever, ever take any any Bears fan shit ever again as long as you live. Never, ever. Uh, Mike, Browns wide receiver Michael Woods, the second. Did you get this one, guys? Suffers a torn Achilles in a workout with Watson. He mm. will have season-ending injury or season-ending season surgery. <laughs> there you have it. Deshaun Watson strikes again. Yes, Watson is a bad luck troll. Anything I, I that comes in touch with receiver. him. It, it gets destroyed. Maybe give him a massage. Yeah, maybe, uh. maybe, uh, maybe Watson can massage his ankle. I just feel bad for that ruptured Achilles, man. That is, that's yeah. no joke. That that injury, that like I've hit my Achilles and it's gone numb, and that was a sickening feeling. I can only imagine it rupturing. I bite, I bite my tongue and it shit, that shit hurts. You're right, that. an Achilles rupturing. Who yeah. who does this guy think he is? Mark Caboli? Right, Steelers. You see, I don't know if you guys follow him, but you know he's a Steelers writer. 
ruptured his Achilles. He was mm-hmm. he posted a picture of here we go again, him on a gurney with his legs wrapped. I'm like, oh my God. Like Achilles injuries are no joke. So so there you have it. Uh, the Browns. Browns take another hit. The AFC North takes another hit. I love it. Oh, love it, but <laughs> feel bad for you, homie. Uh season ending, guys. Season ending. It's only April. Think of that. Did you Think guys? I, I got I got something here. Yeah. Did anyone see we hired a new offensive coach? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I, did, I didn't know if that was in your notes or not. I apologize. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that a little bit. I'll pull Glenn Thomas. Glenn mm-hmm. Thomas. He's coming on to be an offensive coach. Yes. Um, he what last year he was at FA or he was at what Arizona. Mm-hmm. And now people are gonna point out right. yeah, people are gonna point out that the woeful offense they had there. And make this some type of narrative like this is all the Steelers are doing. Um, this guy, he also he also coached in the NFL mm-hmm. uh, with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Um, he he coached with he coached he, with Matty Ice. Matty Ice's best seasons. Matty Ice's best seasons were with him. Ryan led the NFL with a sixty-eight point six percent completion percentage. Mm-hmm. He made that made two of his four career Pro Bowl appearances in that three year span. And 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 at Baylor at Baylor in twenty in twenty eighteen, their quarterback passed for three thousand nineteen yards and nineteen touchdowns. Baylor finished the season ranked nineteenth nationally with an average of two hundred ninety passing yards a game. So this guy is coming in with offensive chops. This guy knows what he's doing. So look out! The narrative is already being put out there. That this guy came from F or from Arizona State. Arizona State did not have a good passing game last year. They were one of the worst passing games of the year. Look what he does when he has talent around him. Look what he, you know, this guy has a track record of success in the NFL and at college. Okay. Everyone loved Matty Ice. This guy gave him two of his best years in the league out of this guy. Couple side notes on uh, Mr. Thomas. Everywhere he goes, guys have career years. And also, uh, Bill Brian Billick, Brian Billick, of course, you remember Baltimore state coach for many years. Says Glenn is known as one of the truly bright young coaches in the game. So, you know, maybe this guy will lock away, um, uh, Canada in a walk in uh, cooler. I'm thinking that, that that could help, right? Yeah, it should help. If we bring this guy, let this guy make more offensive decisions and somehow work uh, Canada out of it but who knows who knows what we're going to see this year I, I'm excited yeah. I'm really excited I think that was a great pickup as well Mike I uh, I did see this and you know what at this point we're bringing in coaches we're bringing in players we're going to throw it all together and see what the hell we get you know and, and um yeah. and like I said the AFC North it's not they're not doing many great things so hopefully this plays to our favor hopefully we, we need to get back to the playoffs I, I don't I just don't have any more seasons I could take like this you know <laughs> what did I tell you though, fellas, before? What? What did you tell us? Something about when the Steelers make these no. kinds of moves, they're gonna make a push. I think they are. They're gonna make a push. I think it's gonna be a really fun season, guys. I, I really do. Um one other, one other, one other signing I did see real quick here was Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer signing with the Raiders. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Brian Hoyer's still in the league. That's exactly, exactly what I thought. I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah. But Brian Hoyer's still in the league. He will be backing up Jimmy G 
in Las Vegas this year. You know what? Uh, Can't wait for Jimmy G to get hurt again. I was going to say, yeah. Hoyer, get your get your throwing arm ready. Keep yeah. keep warmed up, pal, because poor Jimmy G cannot stay healthy. The Greek god keeps falling apart. Yeah. Did he have injury issues? I, I guess he never really even played much behind Brady. He, but, no, uh, he didn't play much behind Brady, but yeah. Raiders. They're one of these teams that always they always they always take that big swing as far as like yeah. you know trying to grab and that's all they do. They don't do much else. And absolutely you know? do nothing with it. I mean, you're that, right. That's why I'm thinking them in the draft. They're gonna they're gonna be they're always that team that does something weird in the first round. Uh, yeah, like take Sebastian Janikowski in the second pick. Remember they took a kicker. In the draft that one year, the second or third pick. I tell you what, yeah. Janet does this. Janet, he wasn't the second pick overall, was he? He was a top. He, he was high. He, he was, was a high pick. pick. But I tell you what, his career lasted longer than most of those players, and he scored more <laughs> points than you would out of anyone who wasn't like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. So, in hindsight, in the long game, that was a good pick. <laughs> like if, he's going to go. Like, could you figure? You kick. Two to you kick three field goals a game. There's nine points, score two touchdowns. That's 12 points. He's giving you 12 points a game. That's worth two touchdowns a game. But you know, a good this guy, kicker, I would, you I know, would any say. good kicker could can pull that off for you. They use this guy as a high draft pick. But he was booming first kicks. round. He was kicking longer kicks back in the day. Lefty. I, yeah. uh, he was I I actually like like if you have a good team already and get yourself a kicker where you know you're getting like 12 points a game out of a guy. Hell yeah! Give me those twelve points. Maybe I'm. Weird. It was a Raider. It was a Raider move to me. It I was always, a Raider move, but you know. it panned out. My God, like I was just going back through. They showed the the draft class from like 2010 or 2013. Out of the top ten, Lane Johnson was the only one to have a productive career. Everyone else was a bust or died of the league <laughs> within five years. So why not kick Janikowski? Kick for how long? Yeah, he was, so it kind of makes sense if you look at how long and how wild this draft is. You you figure he was a safe pick and he, he worked out. I like that pick. I right. love it. It was, and then they kicked, they picked a punter in that draft too. They picked Shane Leckler, <laughs> who also had a long career too, was one of the best punters of the generation. So two smart moves. You need kicking is a third of the game. Everyone says you need good kickers and punters, but when you actually address them in the draft, you're an. Oh, you're crazy. I thought it but was the team a team that hasn't move. won a Super Bowl since the early. I know, 80s. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Don't, don't blow up my argument because I was thinking that. <laughs> I know they just lost Waller, so I could see them picking a tight end. But it's just they'll, they'll take Darnell Washington. But it um, was just it was just wild. I I, I like this Janikowski kick. I like when teams go crazy and draft special teams because you need them. Right, Mike. We are at the two minute warning. Why don't you tell everybody about the website? Two dumbyinsers.com, the number two D U M Y I N Z E R S.com. Head on over there. We have links to YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Facebook, Instagram, the merchandise store, everything we need at two dumbyinsers.com. When you click in, the latest episode from YouTube is boom right there. So you get to see, actually, you get to see the beautiful thumbnail I made. There you are, everybody. Go check it out, www.2dominions.com. We are live every day through the week, Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And the show that we do every day gets uploaded at 8 o'clock over on Spotify and podcast form. If you're able to just only listen to the show that day, maybe in the car, maybe at the gym, it will be over on Spotify at 8 o'clock this evening. Uh, let's do a real quick trivia, guys. This is a, I'm going to do something a little different. I talked about something earlier in the show. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to... What it was that I talked about, and I'm going to ask a question from it. 
Now, what I what I'm going to ask wasn't brought up on purpose because I wanted to bleed it all together and use it as part of the trivia of the day. So, here we go. You're going to understand what I'm talking about here in one second. The New Jersey in the USFL, the New Jersey Generals. I mentioned earlier in week two they'll be playing the Pitt Maulers, the Pittsburgh Maulers. Now they will have a player on their team from a local high school that produces a lot of. Um, NFL football players, Al Equip, we've talked about them recently on the show. The question of the day is, Jervon Henry, Jervon Askew Henry, the player at uh, that I'm talking about, he went to Al Equipa, he's playing for the Generals. What college, what college did Dravon Askew Henry play for? If you're from this area, you'll know immediately. If you're a little bit outside of this area, you might struggle with it a bit. But guys, I'm looking for the college of Dravon Askew Henry, again, who was an Aliquippa graduate. Might as well call it NFL high school. <laughs> right. Uh, he bounced around a little bit. I think he initially was uh, a free agent signing when he first came into the league and undrafted with the Steelers briefly, went to a couple other places. Now he is playing for the New Jersey Generals in the USFL. We'll see him in two weeks. I, guys, I'm looking for Dravon Askew Henry's college that he attended. I'm going to start with you, Mike uh pit 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 is that your final answer yeah why not mike says pit and what say you derpy i'm looking for drivon eskew henry college where did he play football in college hmm. Hmm. You want to take a stab at it? I'm going to go same with Mike. I'm going to go Pitt. Pitt University. All right, let me get you guys locked in. All right. Uh, Trayvon Askew Henry, I believe, will be playing cornerback. That's where he was playing briefly as he was bouncing around in the league. Again, from Aliquippa High School, Trayvon Askew Henry. Uh, playing with the New Jersey Generals. Guys, he played for West Virginia. West Ooh. Virginia Mountaineers. He was a Mountaineer. It was a good try. Close. Close in I tried. distance. I, tried. I knew it was local. Yeah. He had a, a really good, really good career at West Virginia as well. But there you have it. Uh, guys, Derpy, uh, Mike. Anything before we take off for the day? Um, don't let your kid be in charge of the lighting behind you because he just knocks them all over. Okay, that's good if, advice. If you, if you need a production assistant for your podcast, uh, don't go with the four-year-old. Don't go with the four-year-old. I like it. We could, we could apply that to life. Derpy, <laughs> how about yourself, man? Derpy is speechless. I'm speechless, yes. I'm... Uh, go take the family to see Mario this weekend. Okay, there you go. Mario. I thought he was going to say, don't, don't, whatever F you do, kids. kids, F them kids. Yeah. Whatever you do, kids, don't <laughs> let your mother be a Browns fan. What I thought was coming, but hey, yeah, it's all the Guardians fan. That's you, everybody. That's you. <laughs> or a Guardians fan. Throw that out. No, so there you no. go, everybody. We <laughs> do want to thank you for checking us out. We hope that you come back and do again. We appreciate each and every one of you, believe me. Um, 
Yes. Hey, everybody have a great day. I know here it's going to be very, very warm. It's going to be in the 80s. Get outside, do something. But on the other hand, also be careful. Stay safe. For Derpy, Mike, Ryan, the two dumb yinders, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>